Hello, classmates, and welcome to another episode of Middle Class Film Class Gavin Chatter Edition for Saturday, February 26th, 2022. I'm your host for today, Joseph. I'm Tyler. And I'm Peter. And on this episode, Tom Hardy's incredible aura, Star Trek IV cast negotiations, and VHS first prints at auction. Plus, listener voicemails and Hollywood's elite on the ground in Ukraine. <laughs> Damn right. Time to gab and chatter. Presented by Stab Comedy, by the way. Yeah, hi. Hello. Hi, Jesse. I know you're listening. Our, our <laughs> streaming Twitch overlord. Uh, Talon needs to run a comb through his hair real quick. <laughs> Why? Um, <laughs> looking, looking like... Uh, Tyler was next to a shell in Ukraine just like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> too soon. Yeah, really. <laughs> looking like the cure on a Sunday morning. <laughs> that's right. I mean, um, that's, this is my look now. That's my favorite Cure song and or uh, Gwen Stefani song. He actually purposely did that to his hair before he went on camera, too. Uh-huh. He, yeah. ca- he came in in a suit, I, I, <laughs> got into this. Uh, what what is that? What's on your shirt, Tyler? <laughs> I don't well, um, it? It's like an anime girl with a <laughs> finger getting her She's getting thing. Fi- fish hooked by herself? Yeah, well, I, I think it's another hand that's fish hooking her oh. to check to see if she's like a vampire or something. I don't know. He actually wears a wig, and he came in wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> he took all that off and put on his Tyler outfit. His, his very specific uh, that's right. image to... I, I have a Yeah, I have an image to uphold. To cultivate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's actually a corporate sellout. But, uh, <laughs> oh, wait, that's not, that's not untrue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, welcome to Middle Class Film Class Stream. If you're yeah, watching I this, I'm in the I'm in the chat just so you know. So if anybody's watching, you want to drop a message. I may or may not answer because the chat updates when it wants to. Yes. Well, we need <laughs> a producer uh, to. We have a producer, producer Justice. Where is he? I haven't seen he's, him in months. He's downstairs right now producing. Yeah. <laughs> Good producer is the one you don't see. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what they say, right? <laughs> something like something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Gavin Chatter. Let's get into. Find some charity, you lad. Now's the time for gabbing chatter. Gabbing and chattering, movie news, yes. movie-related news, anything movie-related specifically. It's true. Tyler. And thank you, Joseph. I uh, watched a movie in a movie theater last week. Congratulations. Yeah. How was it? It was uh, Jackass Forever. Oh, yeah? And oh, it's... Yeah. It, I... I was laughing pretty good at that movie. Um, this is 11 years after the third one. Is 11 one? years after, after the, the third yeah. one. After the events of the third one. Yeah. And uh, they, takes place 11 years. <laughs> yeah. 11, <laughs> 11 years, years ago. <laughs> it is a graphic with uh, male nudity. I heard um, it's. I heard there's more penis in this yeah. movie than any ever movie ever produced. <laughs> it, it's shocking, but it's really funny. <laughs> Um, so the whole original Jackass cast comes back, uh, except Bam Margera, who is featured in one scene in like one bit, uh, but he's like totally in the background. Is it just a, like a flyby? Yeah. They drove yeah. by his house. <laughs> no, <laughs> they give us a wave on the porch. Hey Bam, technically you're in the movie, so here's $10,000. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but they did add, uh, a bunch of new cast members. Uh, they have, uh, Jasper from Odd Future and Loiter Squad fame. Mm-hmm. Eric Manaka, who is, I guess, an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy named Poopies. Poopies, all right. <laughs> he got his name because he, uh, took a, uh, dump in the middle of a road with a gorilla mask on, and I guess they thought that was, uh... 
Hey, I'm gonna call you Poopies <laughs> yeah. forever. An appropriate, name appropriate name. Poopies. Okay. Um, <laughs> then uh, YouTube and Instagram star Rachel Wolfson, who is fucking hilarious in this uh, movie. That name sounds familiar. I don't. I don't know who that is though. Yeah. And uh, did she get kicked in the balls too? Well, I don't think she has balls, oh, okay. but she gets stung by a scorpion. Oh uh, shit! <laughs> plenty of times. It's hilarious. What was your favorite uh, bit? Uh, oh man. Um. It would have to be the one where you guys know who Danger Aaron is. Yeah, yeah, the guy with like the missing tooth. Um, oh yeah, I like him a lot. He's really he seems like a really genuinely nice person. Yeah, he is. Um, so my favorite bit is they lo- they chain him up to a chair and they do a lie detector test, and Johnny Knoxville is conducting the lie detector test, and he like shocks him every time that he quote unquote lies. Okay. Really? And then uh, Johnny Knoxville uh, smothers honey all over him and puts salmon in his pants. Mm. And then they release a bear into the room. <laughs> and the bear, and he's like terrified. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, what, as you would be, I feel it like. It feels like, uh, yeah, I feel like this is annihilation all over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it inspired by annihilation. There's like the whole movie is funny. Um, the gratuitous use of the penis was. <laughs> It was um, gratuitous. Oh come on! Yeah. It was very gratuitous. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, I uh, I do recommend you guys see it if you were ever a fan of Jackass. I feel like this is like their peak, and they're probably not going to do another Jackass movie again with the original cast because I, they eleven in- years from now, maybe <laughs> they injured the hell out of each other. I can't. I can't. I'm really surprised there's still as many of them here. I know Ryan I know. Dunn died. But yeah. he didn't die doing a jackass stunt. He no. crashed his car or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he crashed his car. And uh, yeah, uh, at the end of the movie, Johnny Knoxville, you know, like the bull stunt? Uh, yeah. Well, he recreates that stunt and he has to go to the hospital afterwards. Compressed spinal column or something like that? Yeah, it was it was bad. Out really uh, bad. Uh, the glob. <laughs> was it good? Ow. You liked it? I liked it a lot. Okay. I, was, I was laughing a lot and it wasn't... It, it wasn't shocking for the sake of being shocking. It was just another Jackass movie. Nice. Um, I think the world needs that. Who'd you go with? Myself. You went with yourself? So, yep. Nice. Yeah. So, some uh, of my favorite movie going experiences are solo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my next news story is uh, Charlie's Throne and Tom Hardy apparently do not get along at all. Uh, I, they have different methods of acting and how they take on the job. Mm-hmm. And so the example in this article I was reading the other day is uh, Charlie's Throne was in the war rig. They call it the war rig. The war rig, yeah. the, the main one, the yeah. main car in Mad Max Fury Road. So uh, I guess the scene that they were doing was going to be a really, really expensive scene. So they had like a sharp eight o'clock. Come, everyone come in. Let's just get it over with. And Tom Hardy comes rolling in three hours later and... Um, mm. Let me let me see what what the action. Uh, okay, so here's the quote. She jumps out of the war rig and she starts swearing her head off at him, saying, "Find the fucking cunt a hundred thousand dollars for every minute that he's held up this crew." Damn, she how dropped di- the c word, huh? Yeah. How dis how disrespectful you are, and I mean she is right. Like the crew was just sitting around for three hours, not really getting paid, and then who is this according to? Uh, Who's reporting this? It was, uh, I believe it was an assistant cameraman who was interviewed. Oh, but okay. what, what publication is publishing this? Oh, IndieWire.com. Oh, okay. And uh, I guess Tom Hardy uh, <laughs> charged up to her and he was like, what did you say to me? 
and she felt threatened. And for the whole... <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom Hardy did that to me. I'd feel threatened. Yeah, I'd be a little aroused. Oh uh, yeah. And uh, I'd, what'd you say to me? I'd be like, "What'd I'd, you say?" I'm, I'm sorry, sir. As you like, "What'd you say to me?" <laughs> yeah, I think he's only like five nine or something. I think we're taller than he's him. more wide. He's more wide frame. Yeah, but than... yeah, he's he's very bulky. Um, but uh, for the rest of the production after that incident happened, uh, Charlize Theron uh, had a bodyguard with her the whole time. So they're not going to be working together on uh, Mad Max for your road part two? Probably not. Like, allegedly, they, like, wouldn't even, after the scene was done, they would, like, go their separate ways. I heard, well, I, they're fantastic actors because the chemistry in the movie, they play it off so well. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They're, they're, well, they're kind of, aren't they kind of hate each other a little bit in the movie, too? Well, by the end of it, they don't. They're basically yeah. lovers. Lovers. Yeah, which was... Yeah. Well, I mean, they, did. I, I didn't think that they were lovers, but they definitely became came terms with each other. Yeah. She came to terms with each other. She did a great. I believe she had one arm in that. Yeah. Great actress. <laughs> I believe. I believed. Uh, my next news story is that uh, I'm not sure if you guys heard about this, but the new Star Trek uh, has been announced. The one with like Chris Pine and uh, I didn't realize that they were going to make another one. Yeah, they're 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 in the what they call this the JJ. Abrams the, universe, yeah, the J.J. Abrams one. He didn't make it. He didn't do all of them. No, he three. did the first. He did the first one, one. but I'm pretty sure first he was the a, third one. I think he was a EP on all the rest of them, probably. Uh, mm. But apparently, the actors did not even know that there was going to be another one. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Paramount just dropped a date, December twenty third, twenty twenty three, new Star Trek, and like everyone was what? That was pretty it, funny. Like, there was no contracts, so there's no, like, pre-production or anything. Hmm. So, uh, I'm assuming that Paramount is going to be using this as leverage mm -hmm. uh, for having contracts be more in Paramount's favor rather than the actor's favor. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I thought it was a strange power move to release that date. Well, with... the, the news story you sent me was... Uh said that their negotiations had failed. What was that about? Oh, that was for a uh, previous Star Trek movie. Oh, okay. I, I was more focused on them announcing a movie before letting anyone know. I'm sure that they probably knew there was whispers of it, you know? Well, the, yeah. Their agents were probably telling them, but when they drop a release date and no one's even, <laughs> no one's even sign, officially signed up for it, that's kind of yeah, funny. It, it was just a very strange... I've never heard of that before. Like, I've never heard of a studio... I've heard of people getting fired from things off Twitter. They're like, you know, Zachary Quinto fired as Spock from Star Trek, and it's, like, posted on Variety. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, this is the first time I ever did it. <laughs> just like all those, all those people playing at that nostalgia movie. Uh, Move, uh, oh, music! The festival? music fest in Las Vegas. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Whatever happened to that? Did that it's just still, fall off? It's still happening. It's still happening. It's still happening. Yeah. Oh, good. The people, the people that was, uh, did Firefest are promoting. It, it was a terrible, uh, like, initially. Yeah. I mean, it's still terrible. <laughs> the whole setup of it, anyway. Yeah. Because like it was like one day event, and it's like that's a that was supposed to be a one day. It was supposed to be a one day event, and then they added oh a God. second day because yeah, it's they, like twelve hours to see all these all oh. of these bands. It's like going to Disneyland. You have to like make a schedule to go to each ride. Okay, so if we go to this land, then we can have time to go to this land and then grab a churro. My my yeah, my dad uh when we went to Disneyland, he would wake up at like 6:30, hit the park but without us to hit the rides he wanted without all the baggage of the kids. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then so That's a smart man. Yeah, power down some trail mix and then head back to the hotel and pick us up. 
He's like, all right, we're going to go to the teacup ride or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've already been on Star Tours four times. <laughs> uh, I want to go to that Star Wars land. That looks great. Oh, it's awesome. It's uh, so cool. Oh, have you been there? Yeah, that's where my dad picked up the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi Oh, that's outfit. right, yeah. That's yeah. right. He was smitten. He was like a ch- like a child on Christmas morning, <laughs> saw, seeing the stormtroopers walk by, and his face was like, "Oh my gosh, it's Kylo Ren or whatever his name is." Yeah, he's it's <laughs> he's, he's he's more of an old school guy. Does yeah, he, he, know, he knows the new stuff, but not that well. Yeah. Did he watch the new Dune? By the way, I have not heard reports back yet <laughs> okay. about Denny Villeneuve's uh, Dune. Only Dune. only David Lynch's. Only name. David Lynch's, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And by the way, uh, listeners and uh, streamers, if you're if you're on uh, if you're listening to this right now, go uh, subscribe to David Lynch's YouTube channel. He does daily weather updates, tells you what <laughs> what the weather is like literally every morning. That's awesome. 6 630 in the morning. Um, tells you what the weather is like in LA. It's fantastic. It's like that, they're like two oh, two minute man, videos, and then he'll talk out. about, you know, the funny thing about Wild at Heart is this, and he'll talk, <laughs> talk for like twenty seconds, and they'll say, you know, well, thanks for listening. <laughs> and every Friday, it's it's a this uh, February twenty second, and you wouldn't believe it. It's Friday once again, or whatever. That's amazing. It's it's really weird. He's such a weird guy. Anyway, yeah, but um, that's all I have uh, for news and Gavin chattering. Okay. Now. Um, speaking of tar- Star Trek, I looked it up while you were talking. Uh, the original one, the original one, the original J.J. Abrams one, it was 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just Star Trek. And then they had Star Trek Into the Darkness. That yeah. was 2013. Also J.J. Abrams. And then 2016 Into was... Into the Beyond or something. Yeah, Star Trek Beyond. And that oh. was um, Justin Lin. Hmm. So uh, who knows what the new one's going to be. Yeah. Um, okay, so first off, I have uh, we have a voicemail. Mm. From uh, listener Steven. One voicemail. We have a voicemail that okay. would just that was just dropped this week. Yes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play it right now. This is from listener Steven, our faithful listener from uh, the Great White North in uh, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. And uh, so I'm gonna play that message uh, right now. There's Stephen calling in from the Great White North, hey. and it is quite white here right now. We're in the middle of a snowstorm. Anyways. Um, Huge fan of the show, as I've told you guys many a times. You guys brighten my day. I'm sure you guys do with a lot of other people, too. Uh-huh. Um, Tyler, keep being outrageous. Keith, keep being my main man. Joseph, keep being my main man, too. And Tyler, what? you're one of my main men also. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, i at work. It's the middle of a snowstorm. Thinking what I can watch this weekend. I'm super excited to hear you guys talk about The Godfather. And yes. uh, that's about it, man. Uh, appreciate what you guys do. Keep it up and uh, have a great weekend. Thank you, Steven. That I don't know great. what I'm doing here then. He says you're his main man too. Yeah. At the end. At the end because he felt bad. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You're all right too, I guess. <laughs> he, he just keep being outrageous. You were addressed okay. first. Okay. Just keep being outrageous. We weren't outrageous. I know. I didn't get an outrageous. We're enraged. That felt like a slight. <laughs> keep being outrageous. You you cultivate the image that you have. <laughs> you have your hot hot takes that you enjoy bringing to the show about I don't know the monsters' sexual auras, <laughs> bubble butts, and then are offended when someone uh, rightly attributes your outrageous behavior. Yeah, maybe I just re- that was that was a, a reaction. That's what they that's what they call. Uh, it. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate that. And yeah, thanks, we Steven. thought that was our first voicemail we'd have in quite some time because at the end of every episode you hear. Uh, uh, you hear a little bit of this. 
Uh, thank you for joining us. That's right. Class, sound class. And then you hear Tyler saying, and please, listeners, I implore you, send, leave us a voicemail. We have no voicemails. But we do have a voicemail. We had a voicemail from January. Yeah, well, there's... Tell us, tell us who was this. This was from Tyler. So this is from uh, local celebrity Adam Murphy. <laughs> I really apologize, oh, Adam. Oh, yes. The When he sent the mm-hmm. voicemail, we were recording remotely, so I wanted to sit on it until we were all together, and then by the time we were all together, I just completely spaced on it. Just like we uh, took the list away. We're about to take the voicemail away. <laughs> well, Tyler plays, pays for the voicemail, so we can keep it. But I will encourage listeners, if you send us a voicemail, just drop a message to us as well. <laughs> just as yeah. a reminder. Because <laughs> I said, hey, Tyler, we have a voicemail for today? And he goes, um, <laughs> I think so. I'm like, we do, because Steven sent me a message saying I left you a voicemail. <laughs> so anyways, we're going to play his message from, this is right after the, our silence episode. Martin Scorsese's uh, silence. Oh, okay. So we're going to play this from uh, Adam Murphy. What's up, guys? This is Adam. Um, I haven't listened to the silence episode, and I know this is like a week late, but I wanted to uh, call in because I have a fun fact about the film. About silence? Yeah. The character of Mokichi, which, I mean, let's face it, the real star of the movie, <laughs> is none other than Tetsuo the Iron Man director, Jinya Tsukamoto. Is it really? Wow. It's a fun fact for today. Play it on the air. Or don't. Well, we didn't. (laughs) I like how Adam probably thought, man, I probably shouldn't have said or don't at the end of that because they really didn't. (laughs) uh, When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong and I'm sorry, Adam. I will uh, be more cognizant of our voicemails. So that was uh, Shinya Tsukamoto. I thought, I don't know why, I thought Tetsuo was directed by um, the guy that did Itchy the Killer. Takashi Mike? Yeah, Takashi Mike or Mike or whatever. Yeah. I, th- I could have sworn that was him, but I guess not. Tetsuo was a hard watch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was a tough one. Um, the so, Iron Man. So thank you, Adam. That was awesome. I love little tidbits like and that. And if you have a voicemail you'd like to share with us. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the what's the number, Tyler? Oh, I don't have it pulled up. Okay, we'll, we'll do it at the end of the episode. You don't have it memorized? You don't have your own phone number memorized? It's not my phone number. It's a... <laughs> I, the I remember when I left that voicemail when I was gone for like a week or two uh-huh. and I called to leave that voicemail and Tyler answered the phone <laughs> <laughs> because it's connected to my phone. What? Yeah. You don't just have it set to like no, no ring? Uh, no, I, I, I don't know how to do that. So it, your phone rings? Yeah. And then you see it uh, from a message from, it's from it doesn't, an international number? Yeah. Does it come in as a regular phone call? Yeah. Wow. And I sometimes like so. Did you talk to Steven as well? I didn't talk to him. Actually, funny story is I answered it because I thought it was someone I was waiting on a call for. Uh-huh. And this is the problem. Is this, <laughs> well, this gets mixed blonde. up. So it prompts you before they start talking. So it says, You have a voicemail from, and then I'll just be like, and end it. it <laughs> okay. well, will they still be able to leave the voicemail? Yeah, they'll still be able to leave the voicemail. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, we had some, also a response from, um, from Steven as well. Steven's getting a lot of airtime in this episode, uh, but he wanted to, Steven's the new Brendan. That's right. (laughs) Brendan's yeah. Brendan's uh, he's Brendan, you're dead to us. (laughs) Steven, (laughs) you're in. Brendan was actually, uh, when we, when we took our break at the end of the the year, I think it was at the end of the year. Last year. uh, It was like, yeah, holiday season. Yeah. yeah. Brendan sent us a message and said, this is the first time first Wednesday or Monday or whatever day it was at that time that I haven't had a new middle-class film class waiting in my inbox and I'm sad, but enjoy your break guys. 
So. <laughs> I remember that. I hope he's still listening. So anyways, um, this is Stephen's uh, review on Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which has been a really, really hot topic, I think, online. Mm-hmm. People either seem to like two-star, one-star it, half-star, zero-star, or they really enjoy the campiness of it. And I, yeah. don't, I don't think anybody really thinks it's a fucking Good fantastic movie, movie <laughs> but they're like, hey, for a slasher movie, it's fun. Yeah. Um, so here's uh, Stephen's review, and he's in the first camp. My mini review of TCM. The writing was as horrible as you guys mentioned on the field trip. It's almost as if every idea was cooked. The The school shooting had sweet fuck all to do with the story and could have been a decent <laughs> plot point. Shame. Due to the bad writing, I wanted every character to die, minus the contractor dude, who, spoiler alert, dies. The final girl, she was horrible. I wish the old man old man leather would have snatched both their heads. <laughs> the Lori Strode ripoff was apparent, and thanks for mentioning that. The whole say my name thing wanted me to throw out, throw something at my TV. The only way I could have been worse, it could have been worse, is if Leatherface spoke. Unless, <laughs> which I actually thought of when I was when he when she was saying that to him, I mm-hmm. thought he was going to say something stupid. Yeah. And then uh, Stephen continues, unless he says, "Lady, I've got no who, clue who you are," then it would have been a, the best movie ever. <laughs> and he snaps his fingers. Yeah. The only yeah, the only scene worth remembering was uh, muddled, and that was the bus scene. Uh, the cancel you line was so, I hate to use it, but cringe. And did that bus only have the one exit? I hated it. Great as F. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Can't so, win them all over. That's right. So anyways, um, that's uh, that's our listener interaction for the week. Uh, my one story that I did have, which I thought was pretty interesting, is um, we have, um, people have like, a, like, nostalgia comes full circle, right? Sure. When I was uh when I was a young a young lad, we had um we would tape every single my family would tape every single episode of The Simpsons <laughs> as it aired live. We watched Thursday nights and then it switched to Sunday nights and then back to Thursday nights. And we would my dad was a fanatic about it. He loved it. <clears throat> and we had the whole series up to like season ten on VHS and we had a rack in our house of VHS tapes and you could just go to season three mm-hmm. and that just pick so up the cool. pull the Simpsons out. And at one point when we through the multiple moves that we had, we either donated them or lost them or threw yeah. them away or whatever it was. You, you you lose them eventually. And it would be really cool. To, I was thinking just the other day, it would be really cool to see those, you know, just to see the commercials and see, yeah. the, see yeah. the original cut of certain things. And the Michael Jackson episode, which is hard to find now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Watch that one multiple times. Um, this is an auction on a auction website. It's a nostalgia website called Comic Connect. And this is a first print of... The original Terminator movie. Whoa. 1984. Um, and it was... Let's see the specifics on this. You guys want to know what the uh, what the auction ended up going for? This, this uh, first print edition VHS of um, the Terminator mm. in good condition? $6,000. What do you think, Joseph? $100,000. Somewhere pretty close to the middle of that. $32,500. Jesus Christ. And there's uh, this this specific uh, VHS tape with case um, had really high quality ratings. There is um, 9 out of 10 in every category except for a little bit on the case uh, on the corner of the edges of the actual physical tape, mm-hmm. which was 7 out of 10. But everything was either 9 or 10 out of 10 mm. and 7 out of 10 for the physical cassette itself. Nice. And... Um, yeah, it was sold for, it was on auction for three days and went for $32,500 for one VHS. Wow. <clears throat> which I think is freaking 
pretty sweet. I mean, at that point, it's just a collector's item. Like, you're not going to put that in you're on def- VHS. No, you're definitely not. Like, you gave me that, your VHS copy of um, Empire Strikes Back yeah. years ago for Christmas or my birthday or something. Yeah. And I keep it displayed out. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't have a VHS. I don't have a VCR. Yeah. I'm a VHS player, so I'm not going to watch it. And even if I did, I probably wouldn't. Save maybe like once in a blue moon. Yeah, it, it is. It's a collector's item. It's a display at this point, and yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I really do enjoy it. So, and uh, I know that it meant a lot to you. So, in, in that sense, it's double value. But I just think that's pretty cool. And I know that they're doing big auctions for first edition video games, like NES games. If you have yeah the original silver or gold foil print of Super Mario Brothers, the, the version that did not come with the NES console. Mm. In package, still shrink wrapped, it's worth something like fifty thousand dollars mm. or hundred thousand dollars or something crazy like that. I think they're doing that with like N sixty four games and PlayStation games too at this point now. Yeah, I mean it's just like anything else. It's gonna the older it gets, it's gonna be lesser and lesser available, so it's gonna be more in demand because there's just supply and demand by nature. But uh, I don't know what's next. I I don't think anybody's really clamoring for tapes, cassette tapes, but VHS mm. tapes they're they're there. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe they are, and we're just not that plugged into the the uh, video world or the music world or whatever. Yeah. So that's the only fun story that I had. Uh, Joseph, what do you have? Um, well, I don't know if the story is fun. Um, I think it's funny, but the situation is not funny or fun in any sense. Um, so in the we're in the beginnings of a potential global changing event. Yeah. Um, and um, Sean Penn is there. Where's this at? Uh, Sean Penn is in Ukraine uh, filming a documentary as the as Russia invades wow, he Ukraine. Just, he just really <laughs> jumped on that uh, money bandwagon. So Sean Penn is... Sean's penis <laughs> is in Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine, Ukraine I thought is, about that in the shower today. <laughs> I'm going to say you that took, one. You'd look down, you're like, oh, Sean's how can I make this funny? <laughs> Sean's penis. Well, he did the same thing in uh, when Katrina happened. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like during the hurricane, but um, yeah. afterwards he was, but... Like the immediate... My understanding, though, is he was also legitimately helping, so... Oh, well, that's good. I don't know how much help he's going to do in Ukraine, but... He's got a, he's got a pistol and, <laughs> and a camera. It's, just, it's very, like, you could make... I feel like you could make a movie about a guy like this doing something like this you know yeah what I mean? like yeah you can like a parody of sean a person playing a sean penn yeah who does that and i feel like they've like tropic thunder i feel like that kind of did that a little bit it's like this is something that tropic thunder would parody he did a yeah you're right he did a version of that in the secret life of walter mitty he was a photographer would and was like really sanctimonious about how yeah, important yeah. his work was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, like a, he tracked a snow leopard for over a year, and then when he had the chance to take the picture, he decided not to. Just, just so I was like, come on, he's really yeah. he's it was really playing like a version of himself. I love yeah. that though. I loved his character in the movie. I, I really enjoyed it, and I don't really see. I understand that there's a lot of hate because of his. Uh, abusive nature to women <laughs> yes yeah. so one woman yeah one one woman specifically <laughs> and maybe, maybe more so perhaps and i understand that part of it i don't know that part of his life and i don't really dig deep enough to be able to have an opinion latch on to the vitriol that a lot of people have for him yeah but so when i saw him as that photographer i was like pretty cool and then the end happens and he doesn't take the picture i'm like just take the picture 
You're just right take the there. picture. You're already there. Take the picture. Yeah. I, yeah. I do like I do like that though. Um so he's there. Uh as battle rages in Ukraine, Sean Penn was on the scene, is the first sentence of this article. <laughs> um and um he I'm not sure exactly he's like it's just he's making a documentary, but it could just be about something else entirely. It's not even about the the Russian Ukrainian conflict. It's just about <laughs> it's just a co- it's a coincidence that he's there. It's more like a financial. It's, a, it's another collapse. Chernobyl documentary. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um. So yeah, I mean, he's there. It's it's. I mean, I don't know who asked him to be there. He just like, vice his uh, agent. Uh, I think it was Vice News. He knows he's where uh, with Pablo Escobar is, right, or something like that. No, El Chapo. Oh, Chapo. Yeah, Pablo he's Escobar. Just, he's dead. Yeah. Uh, right? Jesus, I don't know. I don't he like know. talked to El Chapo, and that was was yeah. that a big thing. Yeah, that was a big thing. Uh, Him and, and Dennis Rodman, D- Dennis Rodman, oh, with, with Kim Jong. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, no, I believe uh, Vice Network is uh, putting there to. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So if the, it's yeah. Vice, so if it's Vice, then I'm. It's got to be. It's so, got to be the conflict. Yeah. So he's. He, it sounds like from the this article, he's he's in the scene. Like he's he's got the gear on. He's got like military mm-hmm. like protective gear on, and is like attending like these these press uh, conferences, um, and just like it's just like pictures of him alone essentially. <laughs> um, it could just be like a hired photographer. You know, it's a lone warrior. Um, and for the record, I'm I am against the Russian invasion of Ukraine. I just want to oh, well, I just want know that. <laughs> I know you come to this uh, middle class film class for hard hitting uh, world war news. But I don't know who this Putin guy thinks he is. Yeah, he's a real. <laughs> but he's got he's got another thing coming. Yeah. Um, All right. I think, listen here, you motherfuckers. I think what's more <laughs> interesting and cool, it's not it's not movie related. It's still Russian Ukraine related. Is that the president of yeah, the Ukraine? President of Ukraine is like on the ground floor, yeah. as in the trenches, essentially. Fighting for his country, he's doing, the, he's, he's doing the old George Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lead, leading from the head. Um, it was Haiti, the event that Sean Penn went to. Oh, the, it was earthquake, the earthquake yeah. in Haiti. Yeah, the earthquake. Um, and uh, he also dined with uh, El Chapo. So he's got yeah. two. He's got two sides to his, <laughs> to his. Uh, you know, is he in cahoots with El Chapo? But he, you know, he helps people in he need. Needs to get that cocaine somehow. You know. <laughs> Discount you know. price. Uh, there's no really details about what the documentary is about. It's just that he's there when he landed doing on the stuff. When he landed on the ground in Ukraine, they looked at him. They said, "Welcome to Ultra Hell." <laughs> <laughs> Sean Penn is here. Sean Penn is. Sean Penn is. Oh man, good to see you. <laughs> anyway, that's really my only news story. But I do have an update. The quest. The quest. The quest for the quest for no trailers. You like that little laser ad? Yeah, that's a good one. Is that is that uh, Justice Justice Friends? I don't. Kind of sounds like it. Um, so uh, the trailers that I did not watch in the since I last uh, updated this mm-hmm. um, is uh, quite a bit. Okay. Um, some some of the movies I feel like have either like come out or they've had like been reviewed or I just didn't, I just saw that the movie was coming out and the trailer just was marketed towards me or targeted to me. Uh, But Dr. Strange multiverse of madness. I don't know what that's about. It's awesome. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. I'm looking forward to that one. Sonic the Hedgehog two. That's a good one too. Don't know idea what that could possibly be about. (laughs) I think it's about a rabid echidna 
oh, yeah. attacking another small rodent. Yes. Oh, blue, voiced yeah. by Ben Schwartz. Yes. Oh, it's animated. Yeah. yeah. Entirely? I don't think so. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, a first one, obviously. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you really are going in blind. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I actually can't wait to see what they do with Jim Carrey because he was so over the top in the first one that they're... And, by all accounts, in the the stills that I've seen, yeah. it looks like they're ramping it way up. They I just are. want to see how he gets off of that, out of that dimension. Yeah, he's like a di- is it a different like land? He's in Emerald Hills or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Emerald Hills. Yeah, it's like a real place, I think. Yeah, <laughs> um, a movie called Ted K. Mm-hmm. I assume it's about Ted Kaczynski. Could be Ted K. Ted Kalopoulos. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, uh, the Lord of the Rings Amazon show. Skipped it. I've done any with that. Do you avert your eyes when you're watching the Super Bowl? I didn't watch the Super Bowl. Oh, well, there you go. So uh, I, I averted my eyes to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, it uh, it gave me shivers down my spine, but not in a good way. Um, a movie called The Lost City. Oh, that it's yeah, about, it's about a city that's lost. I don't know. It, that's skip it. <laughs> it used to be somewhere, and then they lost track uh, of it. Like Atlantis. It. it it's a uh, that's I, lost. Starring Channing Tatum. You don't have to describe to me what <laughs> happens. Because <laughs> I've seen all of these. Well, chats. I don't care. Okay. Oh, I don't want to know. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yes. Um, I think it, that was a new story on the show. Is that a movie or a show? It it was was, a, I mean, it, it was, was a show. It was a show. Now it's going to be a movie. Oh, it's, okay. It's a, I wonder what it's about. Andy's. <laughs> some sort of male strippers, I think. Oh. Chippendales. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Studio 666. Studio 666. I actually yeah. do kind of know what this one's about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or at least who's in it. I really hope that's good. I've heard I've heard it's, it's a good effort from non-movie people. Um, Elvis. <laughs> Elvis. Uh, Elvis Costello movie? No, Elvis Presley. Oh. Oh. Well, <laughs> it could be Costello. I have no idea. <laughs> Who is that? Um, Our flag means death. I am excited for this. I know what this is. What is that? That is a, a Taika produced pirate oh. show. Oh yes, I saw the trailer for that, and it looks like uh, you saw that trailer. I did. <laughs> it was on. Uh, it was it, like forced it on me on Hulu or something. Um, basically, it looks like a pirate version of what we do in the shadows. Yeah, and Reese Darby plays the he plays the captain of the pirate ship. Uh, Taika, I think, plays Blackbeard. Blackbeard, yeah. And Reese. He plays another another captain that wants to be civilized. He doesn't want to be a mean pirate. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'll watch. It's a show. I think it's on Hulu. I it must be on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Um, Crossover but, for Yes Man, Reese Darby and Re- Yes Man. I know. And Jim Carrey really when we mentioned Sonic. Um, oh, yeah. I'm excited for that, whenever that comes out. And then uh, recently added today, movie uh, entitled Under the Banner of Heaven. I don't know anything about that. Uh, I've never heard of that. I just know that Andrew Garfield's in it. Oh, well, I'll watch it. And it's a uh, straight to stream, I think on I think on Hulu as well. And I don't know. I think it's a movie. <laughs> Andrew Garfield. It could be a show. I mean, how would I know? Yeah, there's, no, there's literally no way. Well, there's one way. How would I know? There's one way. How would they know? But you can't. Do, oh, you, I skipped one. Uh, Moon Knight. Oh yeah, that's a show. It's a show or a movie. It's a show. Okay. Yeah. Moon Knight. You can't guy you trailers about, for shows too. It's like uh, yeah, just trailers, whatever. Um. What about uh, sem- semi truck? Is it Night on the Moon? Yeah, like a medieval, like, like a guy with a sword. Pretty sure, <laughs> and like an armor. He's like a less depressed Batman. Like hey, Lan- I thought you didn't care what it was about. Like Lancelot <laughs> on the Moon. Yeah, could be. Yeah, it's it's something like that. It's, Except for it's um, it's a Marvel it's, show. It's Oscar Isaac, so 
<laughs> Oscar Isaac, like Black Knight. Yeah. Hmm? Like Black Knight, like Martin Lawrence. No. Black Knight. <laughs> it's going to be like that, but it's on the moon. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's like Transformers, but it's that Martin Lawrence movie. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like Transformers Dark, Dark of the Moon. Dark of the Moon. Is yeah. that what it's called? It's Transformers Dark, Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon or something. Transformers Dark Side of the Moon Night. Marin, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, cool. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. It's to pretty watch. good. She watched the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I have. Your, uh, what are you up to now? Uh, you want me to count? One, two, three, four, no, you, five, you don't six, have to. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-four. Twenty-four. And we're in watch trailers. And we're in uh, almost the end of February. Do you have a goal? No. Uh, I mean, I jokingly sort of said five. I'm not watching 500 trailers. Well, you're pretty close. You're almost on. I don't think you're on track, but I mean, I don't know how much do trailers get released more than movies get released. I think they get released the same amount. I would imagine <laughs> almost all movies that come out trailers have a trailer. for trailers for I maybe mean, multiple. Tra- well, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, 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 and they do have multiple trailers. I don't know. Well, hopefully, I get the 250 by my birthday. I don't yeah, know. there you go. Cool. We're good. So, uh, what's next? Uh, stream picks. Movies. Currently streaming live on the internet. Streaming in. I want my picks back. Streaming. Streaming into. All right. I don't know who has the fucking pick. Streaming. That story is streaming elsewhere. You found the pick. Stream picks. Time to stream some picks. Pick yes. some streams. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tyler, what do you have? Um. So, uh, you guys will be proud of me. I watched two movies I have never seen before in my life. And how many really? of them were Sabrina's homework? <laughs> how many of them were music documentaries? <laughs> uh, there. Well, there is uh, one documentary. Okay. Um. It's uh 2021's Val. It's the Val Kilmer. Oh. Uh, auto- I thought you already watched that. Uh, no, haven't. Oh, okay. I think me and you watched it. And I stream picked it mm. when it came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, it. I mean, we've already talked about it before, but I guess Val Kilmer, he's like super into like filming every moment of his life, and uh, then finally he gets the the lung cancer, and so he can't talk really good, and he's like, you know what? I want to make a documentary about myself. Gets a bunch of people to. Uh, cobble up a movie with his behind the scenes footage and a narrative. Um, I didn't like, I almost anti-streaming picked this, but it is, it is just good enough. It just didn't hit me. I was looking for more of a, uh, like a, uh, human condition sort of mm-hmm. reasoning, but it kind of just came off as this is just Val Kilmer being Val Kilmer. And there's not really like a uh, philosophical point to it, r- other than this is just Val Kilmer. <laughs> he seems he seems like he was a pretty interesting guy when he was yeah actively acting quite a bit. Yeah, um, he was very like eccentric, and a lot of people didn't like the. He was kind of like um, like like Kubrick in a way with his acting, where it, everything had to be perfect, and he like was pretty method in some of his roles. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was really interesting, but his like, I wasn't really interested in his personal life. I was really interested in like his work on film, mm. um, but it is good enough. It's interesting enough. So that's Val streaming on Amazon prime. All right. My second movie is streaming on HBO max and that is Kimmy. Oh, you did watch Kimmy. Yeah. This is uh, 
Soderberg? Soderberg? Yeah, Soderberg. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Soderberg? See, Steven Soderberg. Yeah. Okay, cool. Steven Soderberg. Um, this uh, stars uh, Zoe Kravitz. And <laughs> <laughs> I like you put some zhuzh on her name. Yeah. And uh, so essentially it follows a, a young lady who's agoraphobic in Seattle. And she works for this like Am- Amazon-like company. Uh, where uh, Alexa devices are in like almost every home. And her job is to basically like correct the mistakes that the Kimmy uh, makes. And she uncovers a crime through one of her sound bites. Didn't you stream pick this last week? I was just going to ask, where'd you hear about this, Tyler? Uh, I, I, I was just on HBO one oh, day okay. and I saw Kimmy. <laughs> Maybe I just... <laughs> Maybe you just completely Sub, I, two was, stream picks that we bla- both streamed before. <laughs> it was just subconsciously in my mind. Yeah, you blacked out while, well, while we were recording. Well, the Val, the Val one, I remembered. I thought yeah. you streaming picked that. I think and, we both did. Yeah, yeah, I talked about it as well. But uh, yeah, so I remembered that one. But Kimmy, I didn't. Yeah, remember we had the whole awesome the in-depth conversation about triangles. I saw least triangles. Oh yeah, what's your and favorite I, shape? And I said, hey, uh, Kimmy, what's a uh, Kimmy, what is a what's an isosceles triangle? Oh yeah, that's right. I don't know that. That's right. Well, well anyways, those are two uh, pretty. Aw- Kimmy just, was awesome. You like you like Kimmy? Yeah, Kimmy. If you had to put a grade on it. What would you grade it? Ooh, I would give it a B plus. Yeah, it, and there's a lot of rewatchability too. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I'm I'm like probably um, I'm like B B minus area. Uh, uh, fighter of the Nightman in the chat. Did Tyler really have to go over the whole plot? Pete did such a good job with the plot last week. I like having the two plots. <laughs> I want to hear two. I want to hear it twice. I just, I just was concer- concerned with whether or not you actually re- remembered that I did a string pick for that. I probably subconsciously remembered it, but <laughs> like I truly was like going on HBO Max. I was like, I'll check out Gimme. <laughs> Where have I heard that before? Yeah, Gimme. <laughs> that's probably yeah. That's probably what was going in my head. I was like, that sounds familiar. I'm gonna check it out. That's, I was wondering why I I haven't have my my chat hasn't refreshed once this entire time. I know I've had to. I, I, I didn't think anyone was in the chat. This is the first time I'm seeing chat. All right, fine. I well, like I, I would just, well, I'll just say the name and no, you now, should now explain re- it. Recap it, but I think it's it's fu- funny and a little sad that you didn't even remember that it's my streaming. Or give credit to the people who brought it to the to the viewers in the first well, place. Just I'm just a little I'm just a little hurt. I'm sorry. I'm just a little hurt. I, I, I'm I perturbed. Maybe there's some like uh maybe there's something like a bacteria on your hands that you you've consumed <laughs> and go. it's like parasitic parasitic into your brain. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Um I have a song. It's a special song. Do you want to hear it? Actually, you know, I don't know if I do. <laughs> okay, we'll wait. <laughs> All right, but those are my two streaming picks. Uh, so thank you to I'm, the both of you for putting those ideas in my mind. You I'm, incepted. We incepted. Me. Yes. I, yeah. Oh yeah, we did incept. Yeah. I uh, I thought I thought the Kimmy was pretty fun. I was expecting a little bit more from Soderbergh, but it was a for like a little self-contained movie. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so my string picks. Um, I watched um, a classic Disney movie. I'm going back through my old catalog um, with Brianna, and we're watching classic Disney animated movies from oh, our, yeah. our childhood. I haven't worked up the balls to watch the new Aladdin. I really am afraid of uh, oh, yeah. Will Smith genie. Um, <laughs> my therapist says Will Smith genie's not real, but why does he visit me at night when I'm having a night terrors? Blue Will Smith. Yeah. Um, I, I really, I'm not ready for that. So I watched, uh, 1997's Hercules. 
Uh, Hercules, Hercules, uh, Hercules, right? Yeah, that yeah. one. <laughs> the, the, the Nutty Professor spinoff. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's a fucking great, it's a fucking great movie. That's a, that's one of the good ones. It's yeah, it's that's weird. It's like uh, I always thought for some reason I thought it was Richard Lewis that was Hades, but it's uh, James Woods. Yeah, that James it's conservative. Uh, yeah, guy now. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's nails it. No, he, he does. He does. He's yeah. so good. He's so good in that. He's and, like he's like uh, almost like a uh, putty as a Kronk. Yes, yes. So we were we were breaking down as we were talking about this, and this is streaming on Disney Plus, obviously. Um, and we were breaking down uh, Brianna and Justice and I about what the formula is for these uh, c- classic Disney. What makes them so, so like entertaining, in- entertaining. Yeah. What, yeah. Cause I mean, the animation's great. You know mm-hmm. that the story is cla- they're classic stories, but they do them so well. What makes it so great? It's like when you're, when you're watching Hercules, Hercules is fine, but he's not even really like the guy that you think of. When you think of Hercules, you think yeah. of Hades, you think of, uh, What's the? You think the of pain, all the other characters? Pain, pain and Panic. Yeah, it's Pain and Panic. Pain and Panic. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Bob, Bob Goldthwait as, as and, Phil. Uh, Bob Goldthwait Bob, and uh, it's a guy. Bob, Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, Bobcat Goldthwait and another guy that you probably wouldn't recognize him his name at all, but he 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 played one of the um, terminal patients in Fifty Fifty. He was the tall, thin guy that dies in Fifty Fifty. Oh, that's the same guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh yes, your lugubriousness. <laughs> um, I had to look up that word because I thought it was just a funny word, but lugubrious means like, um, hey Kimmy, what does lugubrious mean? Um, damn it, she didn't. Lugubrious it. means yeah, it means it's basically just like um, really bad, <laughs> essentially like uh, almost exaggeratedly bad. Oh, um, but yeah, all those characters are the really fun ones, and Hercules is like eh, okay, and Rip Torn as uh, Zeus. Oh yes. oh yeah, and then uh, Pegasus. So you have like in Pegasus is like sounds are great. It's half sometimes it sounds like a horse, sometimes it sounds like a bird. And it's like so you have this kind of milk toast middle of the road protagonist that you don't really care too much about, but then you have a fucking fantastic villain in Hades. Yeah. Which you can duplicate in Aladdin with Jafar, Scar in Lion King, um, in Little Mermaid, you got Ursula, these fantastic ultra villainous villains. Mal- I feel like Maleficent in, yeah, Maleficent in terms like of like I I guess because like Hades and Hercules, I feel like he's a, he's much more of a charismatic, yeah, villain and like, like there's like it's more of a comedy mm-hmm. as opposed to like Aladdin or Lion King. Like Scar is like more evil. I feel like, but he's also I mean Jeremy Irons as Scar is like, I'm sure there was a grand sexual awakening for many young girls that didn't. We're t- <laughs> we're tired of the Luke Perrys of the world being the heartthrobs. They oh, want yeah. the scars. They, yeah, they they want uh, they want Johnny starring Depp. Luke Perry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Sideshow Luke Perry. <laughs> we just watched that episode the other day. Oh, nice. Anyways, um, but yeah, there's so there's these really charismatic villains, and then they have a a almost mute sidekick, Pegasus, Abu, Carpet. Um, in Little Mermaid, it's it's not necessarily uh, mute, but you have a uh, well, she goes mute. Flan- yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and in Little Mermaid, it's like Ariel. Who cares? Ariel. Who cares? She's she's fine. She's had great voice, and then she doesn't have her voice for the whole movie. So who I cares? mean, it's in the contract. Yeah, it's right there. Um, and then you have um, made a terrible deal. Yeah, and then and then you have the goofy sidekick characters, which would be Phil and Pain and Panic in this one, and then you have uh, Timon and Pumbaa and mm-hmm. Zazu. Um, and then in uh, Aladdin, you got Genie, yeah, one, one of the best, best of all time. Yeah. So there's definitely a code to be cracked there. And if you watch some of the newer stuff, it's all in there too. Rye and the Last Dragon, 
Mm-hmm. You got the little the pill pill bug guys, kind of like amalgamation of all those. But you don't really care too much Tangled, about Tangled. You get the chameleon. Oh yeah, the chameleon. Mm-hmm. And then then what frozen, it's a fucking horse or something. And then and the snowman, whatever his name is. Olaf. Yeah. That one. So anyways, not breaking any new grounds talking about nineteen ninety seven's uh Hercules, but I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um uh, but the movie that I wanted uh, new movie that I watched is on an Amazon Prime right now. It's a brand new release. It's a R-rated rom-com starring Charlie Day and Jenny Slate called I Want You Back. Oh, yeah. And it is very good. I had a grand time watching I Want You Back. Um, The plot is that the two of them, within the first 10 minutes of the movie, they both get broken up with. They're in Mm -hmm. these long-term relationships. Jenny Slate's in a like 18-month relationship with this guy, and he breaks up with her first scene. And then Charlie Day's been with this uh, Gina Rodriguez for six years, and she breaks up with him at her her nephew's birthday party. And um, the the two of them, sad sacks that got dumped, work in the same building, and they find each other, commiserate about it, and then they make a pact to try to get each other's partners back for each other. Oh, so how could you go wrong? It could never. Nothing could go wrong in this. Uh, but it's a great setup. It's really a cool idea, and. Um, uh, without spoiling anything, there's um, one of Jenny Slate has to go to a junior high like theater rehearsal mm-hmm. to try to, to enact her plan. And she gets roped into doing a um, dress rehearsal for Little Shop of Horrors. And she plays um, Audrey, Audrey One. Mm-hmm. And she's in a dress rehearsal and she's having like an emotional breakdown and has to sing Suddenly Seymour. <laughs> and it's so fuck. That scene is so good. The whole time I was like belly laughing at it, and the, it's an R-rated movie, so it's it's uh, they don't hold any punches. It's pretty fun, and Charlie Day and Jenny Slater too. Is this R for language? Yeah, language and a lot of sex stuff. Oh, a yeah, lot of sex stuff. Yeah, some sort of sex thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, I think we have a drop for that. Time for the sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some really uncomfortable scenes in that, and it's but it's very funny. It's a good it's a good rom com. So. Um, Definitely could do a lot worse. Not enough of those these days, rom-coms. I, like, What's the last good rom-com besides this one? Good rom-coms, yeah. There's a lot of rom-coms. There's like a rom-com show I've been watching called Fleabag. Fleabag? Yeah. Oh, that's the Phoebe Waller-Bridge show. Yeah. Is it good? Oh, yeah. It's good. I, it's really funny. I didn't know it was a romantic comedy. Yeah, there's romance in it. Mm. Yeah. It's a comedy with romance. Oh, okay. So a com-rom? A com- <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I found a com-rom under my bed. How long has that been Mom there? found the com-rom drawer. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There was there was little uh, notes of um, when Harry met Sally because they're not romantically involved through most of the movie. And spoiler alert, they start falling for each other. What? Yeah, I know. Crazy. So um, there's an end, and then there's another end, and then there's another end, and that got it's good Scooby Doo end. Yeah, they did. They did the old super happy ending, and then they did a really super sad ending. <laughs> and then they did the neutral, yeah, safe ending. And then yeah, but it was uh, it was it was good though. So I would encourage people if you're on the fence, uh, watch it with your significant other or by yourself. It's fun. That's it. Cool. All right. So um, I have a couple stream picks. None of them are movies. Uh, the TV shows. What? Um, so, uh, class TV class. This uh, this show ended like last over a week ago, mm-hmm. but we we brought it up when it first started. Uh, Peacemaker ended. Yep, and it ended gloriously. 
Um, and it was a really good. It's great. Really good show. And um, I think they're in talks to do a second season. Yeah, it's it's been confirmed. Yes. Um, You've seen it, Tyler? Uh, no, oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not interested. I, he wasn't even my favorite character in the Suicide Squad. Mine either. Suicide. He was. He wasn't mine, mine either. either. I was on the fence. Me and Joseph and the girls watched this here. The like first two, episode. I think it was one or two episodes. Either way, we watched it here first, and we're like, okay, this it's it's better than I was expecting. Oh. Yeah, and it gets it's really it's really good. Yeah, the the humor in it is pretty funny. There's a the vigilante character reminded me of a like. A cross between Ryan and Shane. Together. I I know. <laughs> he just he just looks so much like Ryan. Is that right? Oh, I don't know what Ryan, it is. I know you're listening to this. This is listener Ryan we're speaking of. Hey, I don't know what it is. It just like he looks so much like him. I could not couldn't not see him in there. Oh, there was a movie. Oh gosh, there's a movie I watched last night that a person looked exactly like Tyler. I what totally forgot about it too. Fuck, what was the name of it? No exit. No exit. No exit on Hulu. Oh. Yeah. Um. Well, I was. I looked at him like. Guy's doing a Tyler impression right now. <laughs> in some of them, it was uh, it was definitely ex- like an exaggerated version. I, yeah. but because uh, he's he's played for he's like the villain. Um, oh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Pacemaker. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. And HBO Max. Uh, really good. Uh, so watch it. It's like eight episodes. Yeah, eight, eight, eight episodes. episodes. Really good. Um, and then this other show which I have been watching uh, streaming on Netflix um, is a very it's gotten more interesting each as each episode has progressed um show called archive 81 um which is like a sort of sci not really sci-fi ish but it seems like it would have sci-fi elements um it's more spooky and eerie than anything um so basically it stars this guy who has a hobby and a job as like a as like an archivist, he like restores like old tapes. Like he takes like damaged casings of tapes and like puts them in new ones. And so that they like preserves the footage mm. on them, footage or audio. Um, and he gets hired to restore this, like this collection of tapes that was burned in like this, uh, apartment building fire. Hmm. And he gets hired by this like sort of kind of ominous sort of guy, uh, company. And he, He's like, it's, it kind of starts off as almost like a survival horror video game where he's like, he's like, all the equipment is a, it's, it's, we can't move it. It has to stay in this one remote area. This like mm. remote house in like the woods of uh, like New Jersey or New York. Mm. Um, and so he goes there and he stays at this house for however long the job is like, however long he takes to finish the job and he gets paid an exorbitant amount of money. Mm. That sounds nice. Um, and it's like he's alone in this giant house in the middle of the woods that is like super, like the house is like all concrete, very modern, but also like not modern, like mm. in the furniture. Um, and um, a lot of spooky stuff happens. And the show kind of takes place in two different times. It kind of shows, um, it's like takes place in his time, like present day. And then he, the tapes that he's watching takes place in the 90s, I believe. And so it kind of jumps back and forth between the tapes that he's watching. So it, sh- it shows the actual footage as if you're watching yes, it. Yes, as if you're watching that. Kind of like show. a VHS or something. Yeah, because sometimes an episode will be, the, the entirety of the episode is just takes place inside the tapes, essentially. And then and then it'll cut back to him like, oh, he was watching it gotcha. the whole time. And he's like archiving all of this footage for a, he, an unknown goal. He's not given a reason why they're doing this. Hmm. Um, and um, it's, it's really good. And the cinematography, the coloring and everything, the editing and the sound design is... It's all really good, and like, um, it's really 
really intriguing and i'm like i'm on the, like the last episode hmm. and uh it's it's is it sci-fi not really i mean hmm. it doesn't take place in the future it's or... kind of like x files yeah it's more like x files I got like a weird alien vibe from the pictures that I've seen from it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's really good. There's a, there's a cult aspects to it. And, um, it's very like the, the tapes are like almost like the first vlogger. She's like making a documentary, um, of this apartment building and like her goal. She has like a, a side goal in mind as well. Mm. Um, it's for like a student thesis, mm. basically making this documentary. Um, How long are the episodes? Uh, they range like, like an hour tops hour ish and it's eight episodes uh yeah and um another interesting thing about this movie is that uh, a friend of ours mine and yours pete um works for a company that assisted in the coloring and post-production of this show oh okay oh yeah you know brianna told me about that mr nathan dan yeah What's up if you're listening, Mr. Nathan Dan? Works for a production house, post-production house, sorry, uh, called Picture Shop, and they did the some of the post-production work on this show. I, I watched a movie that he did to help. He did coloring on one time. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I won't say which one it is, but he's like, um, I don't, don't tell people I worked on that movie, please. But yeah. But Archive 81 <laughs> is a really interesting, really interesting show. That I would recommend anyone who's in, into, like, spooky sci-fi ish where's this where's the streaming this is on netflix awesome yeah cool and uh that's about it for stream picks tell you got anything else uh no i just wanted to mention fleabag fleabag sweet yeah. yes wait um, you've seen it no no no. we talked about it on the show but i don't know I don't, I don't know anything about it except for it's phoebe waller bridge bridge yeah yeah cool all right well let's wrap this thing up Thank you for tuning into the stream. We will be continue this in about 10 minutes after we take a quick break. So thank you for tuning in. If you're listening on the podcast, follow us later on in the week when we review Yes Man, Joseph's pick from the Wheel of Destiny. And uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash mcfcpodcast. Send, a, uh, send us an email, mcfcpodcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter at podcast mcfc. Follow us on Instagram at Middle Class Film Class, and I will listen to your voicemails if you send them in. And I apologize, <laughs> Adam. So that uh, number is two zero nine seven three zero six zero one zero. All right, see you later. See ya. See ya. Sean Penn is here. Good to see you.